You're listening to episode number 16 of the Fashion Your Passion podcast. This week, I get to sit down with blogger, teacher, mom, and inquiry extraordinaire, Miss Erin Stewart. If you have been wondering how to take something you love wholeheartedly and turn it into something actionable, like a career or a hobby that makes money, this is the episode for you. Hope you guys enjoy. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need, and all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a high school student living out her life with the intention of inspiring others. Each week, I bring you a powerful person or tip to help enhance the path to fashioning your passion. Fashion your passion means doing what you love and incorporating it into everyday life, and I'm here to help you along that journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, and I hope you enjoy. I am here with who I like to consider the queen of inquiry. Um, I am with Miss Stewart, and Miss Stewart, actually, if you guys listen to episode number 10, you guys will know that back in my sophomore year, I had gone through a inquiry project which had stemmed my love of sort of figuring out, you know, how teens work pretty much, and it, that's what, you know, has sort of led me to creating this podcast. So welcome, Miss Stewart. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I first want to dive into sort of how you got curious about inquiry and how you've sort of shaped it into your everyday life. So if you just take me back to sort of when it started and, you know, go from there. So it's interesting. I think, so it's kind of a long story. So here we go. (laughs) I feel like when I was in school, elementary school, middle school, high school, like I was just going through the motions. I was just doing what I was told and filling out those worksheets and taking the test and getting the grades and going through the motions and I don't think I actually really understood what learning was at all. Um, I was just showing up and you know checking checking off the box. Mm -hmm. So my first semester of college um, I had a professor who assigned us a research paper at where he had us research the historical accuracy of a film mm-hmm. and I was like obviously I'm gonna do Newsies mm-hmm. it's my favorite film ever it's a musical and uh, I watched it every year on my birthday year after year like I was just so I was like yes this is this is gonna be so good mm-hmm. and I think that's where it began that that's when I kind of propelled my own learning in a way that I just had never done before and it was fueled from something that I loved, a story that I loved. And I dug into this film in a way that I've never done any, that kind of work. And it was a ton of work. And I put every ounce of energy that I had into it mm-hmm. because I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being, I think, one of the assignments that I was most proud of. And so 
as a teacher, I keep thinking about that one experience that I had. I'm like, that was real learning. That was it. Yeah. I got to choose. And then I also was able to choose the amount of work that I wanted to put into it. Right. For sure. And that's, I feel like that's so similar to how my inquiry project went too, because it was really, you know, the first time when I was like, I can actually, you know, finally use all these things that I love to learn about and like do something with it and right. create it into something that like I love. Right. Um, and so from that experience, how do you think that you would define inquiry? So I've thought about this a lot and I think I am a very curious person. Mm -hmm. I'm always, I'm a bit daydreamy. Um, my family calls me random, <laughs> but I feel like it's just because I am constantly, I don't, I don't just get interested in something. I really like put myself into whatever it is that I'm wondering, whatever I'm curious about. Right. And so how I would define inquiry is when you put your curiosity into action. Mm -hmm. And you're not just like, it's not a fleeting thought like, oh, I wonder if, or I wonder what like the real Newsies was about. I, you can wonder that and be curious about it, um, but it's the work behind it that makes inquiry different. Right. For sure. So, I mean, you sort of you sort of touched on it, but how would you sort of differentiate uh, curiosity versus inquiry? Okay, so I think that they, they I use them, uh, it, they go hand in hand, right? Mm -hmm. They're kind of synonymous in a lot of ways, and one leads into the other. So you can kind of start with what you're curious about, what you're wondering, turning on those that, that noticing. Um, and so the inquiry then turns into um, asking a question and then go looking for the resources and applying that question to all of the resources that you're that you've kind of gathered for yourself mm -hmm. and then once you're ready and you have the the amount of research that you're comfortable with it's taking that question and what answer do you now have or an answer that's the thing I always tell my students is that after we we dig into this for a year mm -hmm. they have eight to ten resources that they've chosen they're all different, not just books, anything. Right. TV show, podcasts, mm -hmm. um, a piece of art, anything really, a song. And then when you look at all of them together and all the work that you've chosen and how it answers your question, what is an answer? Mm -hmm. So it started, I always find it so interesting. So for instance, one of the, my students this year, she began with her curiosity, her question was, revolving around dystopian literature mm -hmm. and then her inquiry ended up being about climate change right. and like her takeaway was in a dystopian world you have this futuristic society that is exaggerating what could possibly be but what's most important about her answer what her inquiry is is like what can we do about it right now mm -hmm. and I think it was just so powerful yeah no for sure that's so good how has how have you used inquiry to really allow yourself to hone in on the things that matter the most to you? So um, if you ask my fifth, fifth grader self, right, I think like the things that I was curious about and I got really into like were like koala bears and cheetahs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, like I remember being like really obsessed with them. But now I see it as more like I have my personal inquiry things that are important to me as an individual and my identity. So um, yoga, wellness, parenting, um, beauty, style. So those are personal inquiries that I'm kind of always digging into. Also mm -hmm. business. That's been another yeah. thing that I've been wondering about is like, 
how do I be an entrepreneur? That's been like my most scary inquiry Mm because honestly, I'm so I'm so in that work right now, and uh, that what makes what's going to take me from curiosity about it is when I put it into action, and that that's the difference is is doing something with all this research. Mm -hmm. Now what? Yeah. Um, So that's that's my big and scary personal and professional inquiry. Yeah. So then I also have professional inquiries as well. So um, things that make me, things that I'm wondering about that will make me better at my job, um, in my career, things like that. So one or the other, self, personal, professional inquiries, that's how they show up, show up on my day to day. And they kind of revolve around those three. The self inquiry I think is interesting I know you meditate, mm-hmm. right? So meditation is, I think, huge, hugely aligned with self-inquiry. Right. Asking yourself self-excavating questions so you kind of get at the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And like practicing calm and being present to why do I care about the things that I care about? Right. What's important to me? What, what's, what's valuable in my life? Um, what are my principles and beliefs? What do I live by? And getting clear on those things so that you can be honest in all other areas of your life yeah so all three of those are I don't know yeah. if I answered your question but like those are the no, three yeah, yeah those are the three categories of inquiries that I feel like can kind of happen simultaneously or one at a time yeah it depends for sure for sure um and then you know as these as you mentioned as these sort of show up in you know your day-to-day how has this impacted your daily work like how is it you know, made it stronger, made it worse, like, what has it done to sort of what you sort of had before, and now that you're diving into these other things, how has that impacted, you know? I feel like I participate in my life more, mm. if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> so that's like, you know, you're curious, you're wondering, oh, and that dreaminess, right? Mm. But for me, doing the work like the inquiry is the work and and gathering your resources and deciding like that's a that's the choice right like I'm not I'm I love Brene Brown but like I'm but I have to not just read Dare to Lead she's got five books Mm -hmm. right Dare to Lead Braving the Wilderness like I love all of them and so part of my inquiry is deciding on what's essential to the thing that I want to find out and Mm -hmm. I have to be in the constant decision mode of what's essential and what's not right and so even just becoming better at making choices and then doing something with those choices. Yeah. Like just I'm participating. I'm actively contributing to my own life all the time. Yeah. We sort of I sort of like, you know, through your explanations I sort of took the process and sort of broke it down. Yeah. But if you were to guide someone, either a high school student or adult, through sort of the um, inquiry process, how would you how would you help them in leading them to find something that matters to them most? So something that I've been thinking about, so now I've been a teacher for over a decade, and I, I feel like that's crazy to be able to say that. <laughs> I don't know, I like, kind of freak myself out when I say that. It's such a long time. Yeah. But I've evolved so much. And so in the most recent years, I've kind of switched my thinking from being a teacher or an educator to being a collaborator mm-hmm. and a friend. And so the first thing that I like to lead people through or people or students through is choosing a topic. Like Mm -hmm. that's research skill number one. But that's really hard, I think, for people. And so I'll just, I'm like, what do you love? 
like what tell me a movie that you love mm-hmm. and like you can put that at the center of your page yeah. right and like I like to mind map and do different brainstorming activities and like just free associate get it all out on paper get it out of your head and onto the paper um so I did it with my mom the other day I'm like mom <laughs> what movie do you love she's like Mary Poppins <laughs> and then we and I'm like what do you love about it why why does yeah. it matter to you and like and it the whole conversation resulted in like she goes I think I want to. I think I want to write a memoir, yeah. like as a result of a conversation of Mary Poppins. Yeah. You know? So it can begin anywhere, and so I spend a lot of time at the beginning of the process just brainstorming, and turning on the noticing and the wondering, and kind of start digging into the why of the things that we're pa- passionate about or right. like what we love. Right. Right. Yeah. And it can be anything. It doesn't have to be this big important. Like it could be koala bears. Like I could put koala bears at the beginning yeah. at the center of my yeah. page. But what do I gonna, like? Yeah. What is it really? And It'll dig turn into, into something so much cheaper. Koala bears is kind of a random example. But, no, but it works. Because imagine like you took that and you just like, really, went with it. Not, it would turn into see, something. Now large. I'm curious. Like, what was my fifth grade self really into? No, and it's so true because like for me, when I had started this sort of journey with just like you know, getting myself. I don't, I don't really know the word for it, but, like, looking into, like, mental health and mental illness, especially in teens, like, when I started that work, mm-hmm. I didn't really, like, I had such different intentions of, you know, sort of what I would do with that work than I do now, yeah. right? So, like, back then, like, I wanted to become, like, you know, like, a school counselor and do a bunch of stuff with that, and now, like, we're not even, like, we're far from that, you yeah. know, and, like, I want to, like, go travel the world and speak now, so it, it turns into something completely different. And those but, are all good options, mm-hmm. right? Like, so... That's the decision part of it. Like all of them are, all, they're all good options. And so you're constantly in the work of deciding and weighing what's like what's best suited towards the research that you've done and, and like the work that you've done. What are you called towards? Like right. what do you, what are, what do you gravitate towards? I think the other thing that I do as a collaborator is ask you questions. Yeah. Like just keep asking you these questions until you kind of get to the heart of it. That's, I love doing that. Yeah. Because sometimes you can get so stuck with, like, Sounding just boring. yourself, yeah. you know? And, I mean, that leads into the next question, which is, like, how do you not let inquiry get overwhelming or underwhelming? Because, like, you mentioned, you know, when you begin sort of an inquiry process, you have so many things that you could sort of, you know, dive into. Right. And it could get, like, overwhelming to, like, choose one. So. Well, I, said, I see it, like... Do you know Marie Kondo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the art of tidying mm-hmm. up. So she has you like pick up something and you and you have to like kind of feel whether or not it brings joy. That, right. Like it seems so like kind of woo woo, right? You yeah. have to kind of tune in. You have to kind of connect yeah. with, you know, the the euphoria or the bliss or whatever it is that like comes up when you think about a topic. And I think what happens is. You have there are lots of things that we can be curious about, and they can be at your inquiry later, mm-hmm. right? They're not you're not necessarily you can choose something that you want to follow and dig into, but it doesn't mean that you're not choosing something else. You're just not focusing on it right now. Right. That makes right. sense. Put it somewhere. Like write it down. Right. I always like to have my students have like some sort of a journal, like a special pen, a special journal, like. Like, somewhere where you love doing the work, and that might be a separate section. Like, you just notice it, acknowledge it, put it somewhere, mm-hmm. and maybe you'll come back to it. I Like, that is definitely my practice, so that you don't get overwhelmed, because I tend to be like, I want to do it all. Yeah. And But you have to constant, constantly be weighing, like, what matters to me, what doesn't matter to me. Right. 
and and be okay. Give yourself permission to change your mind because maybe you start following a certain interest or an inquiry or a curiosity and then you do like a little bit of work on it mm-hmm. only to find out it's not what you thought. Right. Permission to let that go and start again. Yeah. And pivot. Like you get to you get to choose. Yeah. Yeah, and I was talking about this with uh, Ms. Delandry too about how it can get so hard sometimes when in high school a lot of kids will do all of it at once because they're so curious about everything Mm -hmm. and then it gets to this point where it's like okay now I have to sort of yeah exactly exactly and so I feel like it's really with this so I'm 34 and that still happens for me I am like whoa relax everything is fine yeah pick a thing yeah and you can always come back to that other thing it's not gone you can come back to it Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah I think that you know when you do focus on one thing there you you can you know sort of create a like much better work than if you had everything you know at the same time doing Mm -hmm. it all it just doesn't like you know yeah it doesn't play out the same Mm -hmm. well this last question is the question that I ask all of my guests on the podcast um so based off of the title of this podcast what is one tip that you would give dreamers based off of how you have fashioned your passion? So I, I do believe that curiosity can become your passion. Mm-hmm. And, and your passion can change. And or, like, so one passion can lead to another. Mm-hmm. Let it evolve. And learn to resist the need to know everything. You don't have to know where it's going to go. Be here right now, as mm-hmm. it is, as you are. In my yoga practice, my yoga teacher always says, you are, you are perfect, whole, and complete, just as you are right mm-hmm. now. There's nothing here to fix, because nothing here is broken. Mm-hmm. So give, your permi- give yourself permission yes. to change and evolve. Yeah. And that, that, doesn't, that, that change of mind, that willingness to kind of come out of an inquiry and start mm-hmm. something new, or let it change into something that you didn't expect is part of the practice, for yes. sure. Yes. Oh, my God. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about this because I literally, when I was writing out these questions, I was like, oh, my God, I have so many more. But, you know, with time, I have to limit it. Yeah. Um, but Wait, I, have it's a, been, I have another yeah, one. Go for it. <laughs> go for it. I was just thinking about, um, like, again, I was coming back to Brene Brown because this is – She's one of my people in my tech set. She's yes. in my library of resources and the inquiry that I am currently in, um, my personal inquiry. And I love her thoughts on being brave and afraid. I keep coming back to this. like, And, uh, and the moments that have been the most rewarding for me are also the moments that I'm the most afraid of. Mm-hmm. And I like the courage to kind of meet your fear yes. where it is yes. is also really really powering yeah empowering yeah joseph campbell in a hero's journey he says the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek i love it yes yes it's so good because literally i think that what like the things that you're most afraid of will push you to where you need to go Mm -hmm. and so when you you know step towards that yeah that's the catalyst for so going back to the joy thing, I feel like fear also, like, there's something there. You're afraid of it for a reason. Yeah. 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 All in. Go all <laughs> in. Yes. Oh, my God. This has been incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Again, where can they find you on social media? 
I have an Instagram account at erin.b.stewart and it's just me and my blogging and my journey through motherhood, education. I am currently working on creating a, a workbook that people, like a, something that people can interact with and also um, possible one-on-one collaboration if anyone's interested in digging in and you want the support and someone to guide you through with questions and uh, hold you accountable that helps and uh, also some possible webinars so stay tuned on my blog also www.erinbstewart.com yes yes and her blog is so powerful it's like I don't know it's just it's incredible and she is working towards 1,000 followers so be sure to follow her and get her there and (laughs) Uh, you guys know where to find me. I am at the Spiritual Jew and at Fashion Your Passion Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm at the Spiritual Jew. If you're listening to this, don't forget to screenshot it and post on your Instagram story and tag me at Fashion Your Passion Podcast. As well, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. And I will talk to you guys next week.